Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome to the College Financial Aid and Career Navigation Podcast. Tom and Maria Geffers of Career and College Counselors, along with nationally recognized college financial aid expert Seth Green, teach two things. How to cut the cost of college tuition an average of $19,077 per child per year, and how to land your dream job after you graduate by choosing the right career and major. To get access to more information on how you can make the right choice, simply register at www.careercollegecounselors.com connect. To find out how to save an average of $19,077 per year per child on college tuition, go to www.howtofindmoneyforcollege.com. On the podcast, Tom, Maria, and Seth bring together leading experts in their fields who have experience in the college admission and career application process. They share their secrets so you can do it too. And now, here's your hosts, Hi, Tom, everyone, Maria, and, welcome and Seth. To another podcast of Career and College Counselors. I'm Maria Geffers. And I'm Tom Geffers. And today, uh, our, our podcast is going to be a resource for people around the country uh, families and students who are uh, thinking about going into the automotive business or tech business of some type. And uh, today we're speaking to uh, Tom Sforson. Right. And thank you so much, Tom. Uh, you know, it's great to have you here and to uh, thank you for us... having me. Oh, you're welcome. Tom's going to give us, we, we have, uh, Tom is our mechanic and our go-to guy. Uh, even when the computers in the cars weren't working, we could always go to Tom and he would help us out. Um, so Tom's business is Best Auto uh, Service Center, and we're located. He's located in Stroudsburg, where we are, the glorious mountains. Tannersville. We're in Tannersville. In Tannersville, it It's still the Pocono Mountains. You know oh, how big that yes, is. Yes, it is. <laughs> so the first thing we do, Tom, is we always ask uh, the question, you know, to explain yourself: who, what, when, who are you, what do you do, and then your aha moment when you decided that this is. Uh, a business that you really wanted to open up um, and share with us. So it's all yours. Okay. Um, the who, what, when, and why of my career. Uh, <laughs> well, basically, my name is Tom Sforza, co-owner of Best Auto Service Center and Best Auto Used Cars with my wife, Lisa. Um, been in the business for many, many years. Started out working for Cadillac for about 18 years. And then we went on, I went on to Subaru, uh, there was Subaru, Pontiac, Chrysler, and Jeep. And I've always had a burning desire to be in my own business to sort of like take, take uh, charge of my destiny. Uh, and I was doing work out of my house on the side and I was just looking, we looked for probably three, four years before we found the place. We found a couple before we're at now. Um, but I think the aha moment was after working for somebody for quite a while, I just said, you know, I really would like to be my own business. And I think, I don't know if it was an exact day or whatnot, but I just, uh, I love the business. I love working on cars and stuff. So I just actually 
believe it or not, I put a goal, I set goals, and on my speedometer, I had a postcard, and it says, you will have your own business, you will be your own boss one day. And I saw that every day because I had an, almost an hour and a half ride each way going into Jersey to work for a Subaru dealer. So um, that's what really pushed me to do what, I, what I'm doing. So. so setting goals does make a difference and looking yeah, at them every absolutely. day. Right. And you need to do them every year. You need to adjust those goals every year. And you need to write them down and they have to be attainable. Um, but you have to do that. If not, you're just fooling yourself. Yeah, that's what we, Tom and I always say. If you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. That's from Alice in Wonderland. It's like one of our favorite uh, sayings. How true, right? <laughs> Very true. Right. So uh, getting into the nuts and bolts, and no pun intended, <laughs> but uh, it fits perfectly into your business, uh, of being in the auto mechanic business, what are some of the key skills that you expect your mechanics to have? Uh, skills. Uh, well, first of all, they have to have a full set of tools, okay, uh, so that they can fix cars. They have to have a um, Pennsylvania State Inspection License, so they are licensed to do inspections legally. Obviously, they have to have a legal driver's license because they have to road test vehicles. They have to have that. Um, another thing that we like to, we re, we like to see um, is certifications like uh, Automotive Service Excellent or NIASE, ASE for short, certifications. Um, that being said, if they have them, it just shows us that they're, uh, they're willing to do what it takes to go the extra mile to get certified to do, you know, to fix cars. So it's just another level of uh, customer, I think, satisfaction in the long run, having these certifications. You have to have a background. You have to be able to read and write proficiently. You have to know mathematics. Um, a lot of these kids are going to college too. Back in my day, we didn't go to college. You know, we did basically hands-on. But uh, there's a lot of kids going to college now just to become automotive. So mm -hmm. it's just so complex anymore. Um, with computers, you got to know how to work on computer. You got to how to work a scan tool. Um, and you have, you have to be proficient in, in the computers. So, right. mm -hmm. And having good communication skills, I would think, would be very important. Absolutely. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, communication is key in any business. And I always throw that out there because there's a lot of businesses, they lack that communication. Even just with the customer, what's the complaint? You know, what's your concern? You know, because we, <laughs> there's a lot of times customers drop cars off and then we're looking them over. And then we're finding things out. Oh, yeah, well, I didn't tell you that. I forgot to tell you that. In the long run, that can actually cost them more money. Right. You know, by some people think that they're hiding stuff that, you know, oh, my God, if I don't, if I don't tell them this, you know, maybe it'll be cheaper, this and that. But communication is critical. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, uh we kind of keep track of different careers and, and you know, what's going to grow, what's not growing, depending on, you know, what career you want to go into. And according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the job prospects are good in, in your arena, but uh, it requires uh, proper education and skills. So you just talked about kids going to college, uh, you know, to, to learn automotive. Uh, what are some of the professional certifications? And we did touch on it a little bit, but do you send your mechanics for uh, licensing and different certifications? Well, what they do is being that we're an AC Delco uh, certified repair shop, 
they do their testing right online. So it's, they have uh, courses that they can take uh, at night on their own computer. And it's a regular course. Well, it goes, it goes through all well, the modules, they call them. And it's all uh, interactive. So it'll have diagrams that somebody speaking. Um, and then at the end of that, they, they take a test. So that's how our technicians are keeping up with that um, in the field. And that's training is, is critical. Again, I'll hit on the uh, ASC certifications are very important. Uh, driver's license, a uh, Pennsylvania State Inspection license. Another thing which is also good to have is a license to do enhanced inspections, which we do enhanced inspections. And what I mean by that is if a vehicle was, was in an accident and it was rebuilt, or if it was a flood vehicle reconstructed in any way, it has to have a enhanced inspection which we do, and then once that's done, it has to come back when all the paperwork is processed, then we do a regular inspection. So um, that's basically what, what we do require when we're hiring a potential candidates. so. So let me, uh, as far as you know, all these different cars, of course, have computers running everything. Uh, it's such a different uh, world today with the automotive, but the, the different cars have different uh, computers. So you have to learn one computer that will work for most of the vehicles, if you get my question. Yeah, no, I understand. The computers are all similar um, as far as because they're reading like board rates and they're reading X's and O's, which is computer language. Right. Um, so the computers, they're similar to one another. You know, the, the, uh, the size of them could be a little bit different. The wiring going to them, there could be, there could be more or less wiring depends uh, on the car. Um, but also there's multiple computers. There's not one. There's, there's, you could have 17, 18, 20 modules in a vehicle because each one is doing a different role. So there's, there's so many different computers in these cars anymore. Right. Um, and the key is you have to have the proper scan tool to communicate, again, communication, right, with these vehicles to see what's going on. Because you can go in and see, you can read like coolant temperature, uh, TPS settings, uh, voltages, oxygen sensor. There's, there's hundreds of uh, PIDs, we call them, that they need to look at to diagnose these vehicles because sometimes you might have a drivability issue and the light's not on the check engine light, light's not on so now you have to go in further and you have to start looking which it, it's it's a lot of time it could be very time consuming mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um if you had a friend or family member like a high school student or maybe a uh, a young uh, college student who's not quite sure where they want to go uh, what would you tell them to, to do to get a start in the business? And also, if there was a young woman who wanted to go into that business, what would you recommend? And is there a future for women in this business? Oh, yeah, definitely a future for women in it. I would strongly suggest if they haven't done any training to go to like uh, Monroe County Technical Institute, MCTI, or like a career school. Um, this way they can get the... Uh, get the background on automotive because you want to know the, you want to learn the theory of it. Um, and then these schools off, they teach the theory and then they also have uh, actual live 
live um, like classes where you're participating. So you you know you're turning wrenches and stuff. So right. that's where I tell them to start, and then actually the earlier the better. Obviously, um, if they're in uh, high school, they can go to school and then they go to the MCTI, and then some of them actually even have worked here. So rather than going to MCTI Automotive Tech, they would come here. And then they just report to the school once a once a week. So they would come here and they would, you know, they would learn from us. Right. So obviously the earlier the better. But if you're older, then that's what I would do. I would go to a some sort of OTEC school and get take that course. And if say if a woman wants to be a service writer, you take a course on service writer. Right. But the thing is, too, you want to know the automotive background, the the language, mm -hmm. you know. Right. So that's important. But that that that's a good start. Can you do an apprenticeship like years ago? You know, you could go in, say, I wanted to learn how to be a mechanic, and you would then take me in and show me the ropes. Is that still a path that's opened, or has that really um, kind of shut down? Yeah, I mean, like like I said before, the MCTI school has that, so they'll. The kids will go through the training there, and then uh, the instructor will actually look for shops to put these kids in uh, to actually work. So, like a junior, they're they're gonna stay there for at least a year. They have to be in that in the in that enrolled in that course. So they're gonna get the uh, hands-on training in in the shop. Plus, they're gonna get the theory in the MCTI. And then usually the second year, they're looking to find as long as the kid wants to go out and learn. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the instructor there will look for stuff for a shop to put them in. And then typically we pay them, I don't know, $10, $11 an hour. Okay. They have some tools and then, you know, and then they work, they work for us and then we teach them. Hmm. So it is, it's, it's viable. It's, 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 this, <laughs> this is in demand. Automotive repair technicians are in demand. Right. Right. We were speaking to the uh, president of a company, a, a school out in Wyoming just a few days ago, Wyotech. And uh, I heard of it, yes. And he does automotive, uh, it's an automotive college and it's a nine month program. And he has about 900 students. And I asked him, how many of them come from Wyoming? He said, only about 6% come from the state. The rest come from around the country. They're highly. Uh, uh, trained and, and companies come into Wyotech uh, and actually uh, hire them on the spot. And, uh, and it's, you know, a, a nine month program, which is you know, obviously not a five or six year college program. So you're out there making money for five or six years, you know, until, uh, and you're way ahead of the game as far as, you know, not having a big uh, college loan to pay off and having a job that you'll, uh, you know, you'll get quickly and you'll probably, you know, love the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. But one of the courses that he, he teaches and, and, and it's very popular is to own a, uh, a business like you do. And it's a very popular course. course. And, uh, you know, he, he teaches accounting, marketing, management. So I'm sure that's a lot of what you do every day. So that's what, right, what, yes. What, what, what is, and you might not want to you know, work in the back end working on cars, but you want to have a business like you do. What are some of the skills that you have that you use every day? Uh, some of the skills that I use every day or... Uh, you do marketing? I know you do... We do a lot of marketing. And I, again, I hire somebody that helps us with the marketing. I do some of it, but I refer to the experts. Um, this is all great stuff that they're teaching because... 
years ago, you didn't learn any of this stuff. It was just, you know, auto repair. Okay. And a lot of people, they say, oh, I want to go in my own business, but they don't have a clue on how to run a business. So right. you can put yourself out of business as quick as you went in. So excellent. I mean, marketing, yeah, I, we, do, we do marketing. Accounting, that's another thing too. My wife usually does the P&L statements every month, you know, um, tax, just even sales tax. We have to run sales tax every month and send it to the accountant. So that gets paid. Okay. Um, we did use a business coach for about a year and a half as well, a local business coach. Okay. So that is another good tool to utilize. You're going to spend some money, but you know, you get what you pay for. So the business coach, because you don't know what you don't know. Right. Always said that. So no matter how good you are, there might be something that you might be missing. And he helped us to, um, prioritize things and like write things down. Like I never did it before, but now I, I have a, well, this is for years. I've been, I keep track of how many cars come in every day um, with the gross, what the net is and all. So I know what like our bottom line is. So all these things are very important. You got to know your overhead, overhead can put you out of business. So these are all very important things that a kid's going into it or an adult um, that they need to know before they open the doors. I mean, just getting started with equipment, you could spend tens of thousands of dollars, you know? And you can't just go into it full bore, well, I have to buy this, I have to buy that. You have to go in with the basics that get you started, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So, and then you grow from there. So as the business has taken off and you learn to make tweaks along the line, uh, you know, as you go, we added, uh, we became a AAA repair shop. Uh, we took on AC Delco. We're a Napa certified service center. Uh, we're a my tire shop. All these things benefit the customer. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Right. And these are skills that you probably did, as you said, did not have because you were more um, hands-on, kind of aesthetic, hands-on exactly. type of thing. So now stepping out and going through this, that was smart that you were able to actually hire the experts to help you get to where you want to be. Right. And, uh, you know, just in case the listeners need to know that uh, Tom has really expanded his business. He's uh, not only physically, but also serviced. He uh, has gone into sales now, selling uh, used cars. So, I mean, so just not to jump into things without having uh, experts or sur surrounding you with people who know more than you do. And that, that's important in starting a business. I do have a question for you, Tom. I had no idea that you had to, if you were a mechanic, you had to bring your own uh, tools. Um, yep. how, how much do they usually run, say, uh, when you hire somebody? What kind of uh, tools uh, and the cost of the tools, how much would that be? Um, well, the basic tools are like a quarter inch, three-inch drive, half-inch drive, uh, standard sockets, metric sockets. There's all sorts of um, extensions and, and pros foot, uh, hammers, screwdrivers, uh, pliers. Um, it's tools are, are probably a lifelong thing that they're constantly buying. There's always something that they need, but you could spend eighty, ninety thousand dollars easily on tools. Wow. <laughs> yes. Um, the tools are, can be very expensive. I mean, when they, 
when they first go in, you can get like a basic starter set. So for, you know, four or $500, you can get in with basics and then you can just add a little bit as you go. Um, we, as a shop, we provide all of the bigger tools, the scan tools, we provide specialty equipment. We provide all of that, but basic hand tools, even when I worked in the dealership, we had to have toolbox, a tool, a toolbox, believe it or not, can 10 cost you 10 grand. That's empty. That's empty. Big investment there. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, now you can still go to, you know, one of these local stores and buy a lot cheaper, you know, for $1,000, $1,500. Depends on what you want to do, but tools could be very, very expensive. And that's how they make a living with tools. So you have to have them. Um, it's just a, it's, it's a necessary thing that has to, you just have to have it. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's no different than someone who's working, you know, in financial uh, business. Uh, you know, they have to have computers, they have to have all kinds of office equipment, you know, behind mm -hmm. them. That adds up to thousands of dollars very quickly. So it's the cost of doing business and being in your profession. So, right. you know, it's not that unusual, I guess. Right. No, but it, somehow you don't think, you know, as a person who is not, uh, a mechanic, you know, I, uh, I would never have thought that. I always remember, and I know with the computers, I used to be able to uh, fix my own carburetor, you know, when they used to have the little <laughs> flutter thing. And I remember, you know, opening the hood yeah, pencil in there, and yeah. put a twig in there to start it off. And I found out that that no longer exists in cars. So like, oh, they haven't used carburetors in many years. A long, long time. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I was a young thing, you know, you just kind of. A long time ago when the earth yeah, was raining. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just such a show. <laughs> I always laugh at that because it was, I had the kids in the car, open up the hood. And start through. Tom had taught me. Well, that's what it is. So I always used to hit that first. Yeah, little, and a little butterfly thing there. But uh, and I know yeah. that things have changed. You know, so I can imagine. I see it. So I can imagine what you do. How do you um, keep current in your business? You know, with all these new, as you said, computers coming out, technology. How do you stay? How do you stay ahead of the game? Well, we have we have the AC Delco sites that have the training available. I get uh, a bunch of different magazines uh, that tell us what, what's going on. So we have that. This and there's so many emails that we get. It's just we get bombarded with uh, with emails with info. I mean, it's it's information overload. Yeah, yeah. So it's out there. You just have to have, make the time to actually sit down and read it. You know. So, but uh, actually, I was I had a magazine that we were in. I could find it. Well, it's a good thing you have your best auto sign up there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We were in, I don't know if you could see this or not. The triple A. Okay. Not. Nah, there's a breaking. Yeah, it's a triple A. Yeah. We were in triple A. And I were also in another magazine. Bear with me. Well, just for our listeners, you can tell that this is a working shop, you know, yeah. uh, very busy, very successful and busy. This is life. And this is a day in the life of Tom. Multitask. I don't know if you can see this. Put it down a little bit lower. There you go. We can see a little, a little bit of it. Yeah. Breaking up a little bit. So this is a magazine that comes out as well. 
It's auto service professional. So we made the front cover in the February 2017 edition. Wow. Very so, you know, so this is a magazine that too has some information on it too. So, um, yeah, it's, it's all good stuff. You know, you, uh, you want to just constantly be trying to make things better, improve on yourself. And like I said before, just going along and, and making little tweaks and changes in your business to make it better, you know? So. I have one last question and, and it's, what is your biggest challenge? What is the challenge that you face as a mechanic, as a business owner who is doing it all? What's your biggest challenge? I think one of the biggest challenges is actually to find good talent, the good employees. Um, and I think that's probably countrywide. And I think it's not just automotive. I think most, most any business that you're in, I think that's, that's one of the biggest challenges that the business owners uh, are up against. So yeah, that's, that's gotta be one of the biggest. So. Well, before we close, uh, I want to thank you uh, for all the great information you gave us. And Oh, uh, sure. And My pleasure. It helps out uh, families and, and young kids who are thinking about going into uh, the automotive business. And normally we ask um, our uh, guests uh, the best way to contact you, but I see uh, you have your big sign right behind you. So I don't have <laughs> if it ain't copied down, they, they won't do it now. Is there, is there any other way? Is your website on there at all? Or do you give out your website? Yeah, the, the website is uh, bestautoservicecenter.com. Uh, okay, good. And the, used, and the used one is just bestautousedcars.com because it's two separate businesses. So okay. either, either one of them, either way, we always tell people we're right on 611, right across from Friendly's Ice Cream in Tannersville because most people know where Friendly's is. So yeah and and but, you know it's it's uh, if any parent is interested or a student they can definitely reach out to tom and and uh, absolutely he'll answer any questions that you have about the career in uh, automotive uh, technician and service yeah they can uh, stop I, by or just call or whatever yeah we'd be happy to talk to them so good good i want to thank you again tom and for uh just thank you another little plug tom not only does the business but he's also very generous in giving out to the community, our community. He participates in a lot of community funding. And so that's one of the blessings that you have when you are successful, you're able to share that, not only your knowledge, but also your prosperity. So Tom is a living example of that. Right. So you. I just wanna thank you again. And I wanna thank our audience for uh, listening. I'm Maria Geffers. And I'm Tom Geffers. And uh, we hope to see you in the next podcast. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Thank you.